Welcome to the Infernal Mafia. That's Kayla. And that's Sarah. Today we're talking about dieting. Get excited, Ooh, everyone. Yeah. This is a very hot topic. Very hot Keto topic. Diet. Yeah, we're not just talking about dieting in general, which if I tuned into a podcast and they said that in the first 10 seconds, I'd probably turn it off. <laughs> so never mind. Don't leave us. We're talking specifically about the keto diet, which I feel I feel a little nervous about it. Why? <laughs> I'm afraid uh, that Melissa's going to get mad at us. No. Well, she might. <laughs> Melissa, don't get mad at us. No, I... Well, because to your point, it's um, it's a hot topic, and it seems to be for some reason extremely polarizing. It's yeah. like people either love it and think it's the greatest thing, or they absolutely hate it, think it's the worst thing ever. So, you know, but I I think that's why we wanted to talk about it partly because it's so confusing, and I feel like you, the patient. Or the person, whatever, that's considering it. At least this is my experience. You're just like stuck in the middle like, well, who do I believe? I don't know. What am I supposed to do? (laughs) So we thought instead of trying to sway you one way or another, although we definitely have our own biases, (laughs) I'm sure we're going to bring to the table here. But what we're going to try to do is like present both options to you. And we yeah. want you to make an educated decision on your own. So I really don't care what people do. No. Oh, I don't <laughs> that, care at all. <laughs> is that bad that I'm like, I don't care what you do? No, it's do not bad. You do. Um, why would that be a bad thing for you to let other people make their own decisions with their own life? I don't know. Okay. So I have a uh, asterisk here. I'm trying to think of the word. I am kind of sick right now. <laughs> I know. And I'm still kind of sick. I told Sarah I must. she must have caught it from me through the airwaves. I must have. I'm sorry. Feels like my sinuses are burning and my ears are clicking. And mm. So if I start making no sense at all, I'm going to just say it's the medicine. <laughs> That I took before we started. Because I'm feeling tired now. Because Kayla's like, oh, you're going to feel tired. I'm like, no, it makes me feel wired. Because she took Sudafed. And I said, yeah. Sudafed always makes me tired. You're going to be tired. And you were like, no, it makes me wired. Because that's what they use in meth. So I thought, <laughs> the freaking meth makers really ruined Sudafed. Sarah literally has her eyes closed. (laughs) Wake up. Anyway, so a couple mafia matters to start off with. We are wanting to start a hashtag campaign with you guys. Just this is just for fun. Yeah. This isn't any kind of, you know. This is like everyone's into this thing. (laughs) Can you guess what it is? What's our symbol? That we share with swingers. <laughs> Pineapples. Pineapples. So I started doing this a little bit with our Instagram account. If I see something like with a pineapple on it or, you know, some kind of pineapple paraphernalia, I'll take a picture and share it. So we wanted you guys to start doing that 
with the hashtag show me your pineapples, which is not ours. We did not come up with it. We're totally no. stealing it. It's well, out there. I mean, it's just a hashtag. Yeah, it's like, just a hashtag. We're just going to enhance the tag. No one owns hashtags anyway. No, no. But so the idea is if you find if you're strolling through a store and you find a cute pineapple shirt, take a picture of it and tag it with hashtag show me your pineapples and tag us with it either at Infertile Mafia Podcast or you could hashtag Infertile Mafia Podcast and then we can reshare it. We'll put it on our stories. Yeah. Yeah, we're just In, showing, uh, we're sharing the pineapple love. Do you have a bunch of pineapples at your house? Like pineapple things? I have a few. I feel like I have a lot. <laughs> so I guess I will start taking pictures of things around my house. <laughs> well, like, did you see the one the other day that I posted that um, the, of the eyelash curler? Yeah. I mean, that's like people are taking the pineapple to the extreme. It was like a bedazzled eyelash curler. I almost bought that because I saw it at the store a couple months ago. Did you? Was that yeah. Ulta, everyone? Yeah, that's where I saw it because yeah. it's uh, Tarte, right? Uh, I don't remember the brand. Sorry. Pretty sure it's Tarte because I was like, should I buy this? No, wait, that's stupid. <laughs> it wasn't stupid. I buy a lot of like stupid stuff based on how it looks. <laughs> <laughs> like oh. I just bought blue spirulina to like color things mm-hmm. and it's a five ounce bag for like 47 dollars oh my gosh sarah you are an ad you know you're like a marketer's dream yeah but i <laughs> i will say i fall prey to that too with certain things and i mean that's what they want right when i stroll the wine aisle i'm like i don't know these all look the same so i'm just gonna pick one with a label that i like me too I mean, or with a name that I like. Oh, I haven't, I I have things to tell you. (laughs) I pretty much stopped drinking. Did you? I don't remember the last time I drank. Yeah. Oh, no. I just can't, I don't know. Is this going to be the end of us? (laughs) It just seems like alcohol makes me break out and I don't want to break out, so. Oh, It's either alcohol and my face looking bad and like itchy and or just like not having breakouts and not drinking. Mm. You know, that kind of segues into the keto diet. And I have decided to go back on the keto diet. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, seriously? Yeah. Okay, so you guys know which way Sarah's leaning, so you can do the math. (laughs) I'll give you my reasons once we get into it, but... This is, um, like, I wouldn't say Sarah and I have at all been combative on this topic, but we definitely, I think, you're more pro, more for it, and I'm more wary of it. Yeah. But we did land on, we actually believe the same thing about it, which, okay, before we move on, we'll say this. We'll give this disclaimer about the diet. Correct me if I'm wrong. We do think that if it's, you know, under the supervision of a, of a healthcare provider, I would say, which you've already done this before with a doctor and have been cleared that it was like healthy for you to do. All I said was, hey, I'm doing keto. 
I know, and but he wasn't like, like okay. But if he knew you had some underlying issue or reason why you shouldn't, he would have told you. Right. That's the point I'm trying to make here. So assuming it's, you know, healthy for you to actually take on the diet, I think the one thing we can both agree on is that it can be good, especially for women with PCOS who are trying to get pregnant, who are trying to lose weight quickly and regulate their cycles and have better egg quality. Would you agree? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think where we maybe differ is like, I think it's terrible diet long term and I'm just nervous about some of well, the other health implications. I do want to talk about this. We have other mafia matters we were going to talk about, but if you want to jump right into keto, we can't. No, no, no. I want to talk about these other things. So we'll just, okay. we'll just pop around. We'll we're just skip around. around. <laughs> um... Big day today, National Women Physicians Day. Oh, thought you were going to say it's the big game. <laughs> because you can't say I can't? Legally, you're not supposed to say super. You're not? No. Like what, we'd have to pay the NFL if we talked about the Yeah, can we even say NFL? I don't think... You know, they need to be too worried about two women on an infertility podcast mentioning them. Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> you should bleep out every time I say it. <laughs> okay. People will be like, what are they saying? <laughs> well, there's this big football game that's happening today. <laughs> Can we even say football? <laughs> um, yeah, today is the which we haven't even yeah. mentioned, but who cares? I don't care. Yeah, no, no one cares. I it's thought, the same old, same old. Yeah, it's besides same the Rams. Old. The Rams <laughs> used to be in St. Louis, so I feel a little. That's true. Like, I feel like I should root for them. Yeah, you probably should. I'm definitely not rooting for the Patriots. No, I will always root for anyone who's playing the Patriots myself. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, my husband Bill's always like, "Hey." Don't hate on them because they're the best. I'm like, it's just boring to keep watching the same team win over and over again. No one likes the best person. Everyone likes an underdog. <laughs> exactly. That's why people like us. <laughs> Sarah's speaking my language. <laughs> yeah, I'm all about the underdog. So <sighs> Tom Brady, kiss my ass. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, he is a beautiful man. I'll give him that. Yeah, it's whatever. He and I mean, he looks great for his age. He How looks amazing. Forty one. Oh, <laughs> that's not that old. I know, but he looks like he's like twenty to me. He looks so young and healthy. And uh, he has a and, crazy diet himself. I know. He's like a machine. He probably he just like eats. He does not do the keto diet <laughs> for one. He thing. just eats berries. No, he he actually hasn't eaten a strawberry in like 15 years or something. He like has strawberries are on his no list. He probably just he probably he he literally is like a football machine. He just lives in a in a float tank and only comes out to eat <laughs> and throw a football. Like he just meditates well, on football all day. <laughs> I will win again. Right. Anyway, um, no, I was not referring to the It's National Women Physicians Day. I thought that was oh. worth mentioning. 
February Yay. 3rd. By the time this comes out, this day will have already passed. But it won't be too late to hashtag it if you want to. National Women Physicians Day. NWPD. We love women physicians. I, yes. We love women physicians. We have kind of befriended a bunch of them, a bunch of like fertility doctors through the podcast, through mostly through Instagram. And they're all so great and they seem so supportive of each other. And I just love the kind of community that they have with patients and with each other. And so, yeah. I'm, they seem like normal people. They seem like normal people. They do. And, uh, you know, I just think it's like cool to bring awareness to there's still i think it's like 35 percent of the field of physicians are female so the so the day says this day marks the birthday of dr elizabeth blackwell she was the first woman to receive a medical degree in the united states in 1849 and she was this big time reformer she initiated the movement that helped women gain entry and equality in the field of medicine. She started her own medical school. Um, she's kind of a badass. In fact, sounds like it. I won't do it now, but I could do a really good drunk fertility segment on Dr. Blackwell. Oh, that'd be fun. We'll do that in the future. Drink just for drunk fertility or (laughs) infertility. What do I usually say? I think I usually say drunk fertility. It sounds better than infertility. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, So that's today. Jerk off room. Oh, you know, I love it. I I do. (laughs) No, I just thought I couldn't let it slide those stories. Someone posted a picture of a jerk off room in our Facebook group, and I. Yeah, I think I put, I, my comment was like, am I weird that I zoomed in on every detail of this photo? I want to know all the details. Was this the one where they had to pay for the porn? Yeah, so this, I'm going to leave, everybody's going to be anonymous here because we did not say we were, you know, this wasn't something that we said we were going to openly share names about. So it's just general stories here. But yeah, people were commenting on some of their partner's experiences and one person said that her husband had to pay to rent porn but he he didn't pay no he's and then he she said so what'd you do and he went on twitter twitter porn (laughs) i've never heard of twitter porn i haven't either and i kind of like want to look but then i also don't want to look right yeah because peter can see like everyone's web pages that they visit from his computer <laughs> so like well, even on my phone so just do i do together yeah maybe yeah valentine's we'll day is coming just check out we'll look twitter, at porn. twitter porn <laughs> yeah i have no idea what that would even i i have no idea I asked him about something today, and he's like, I don't know what that is. I'm like, well, you haven't been listening to the podcast, I see. <laughs> yeah, Bill definitely doesn't listen at all, ever. But um, <laughs> I just only listens when that. I talk about Shimar, Shamar more. Oh, he's like, oh, I need to pay attention to what she's saying about. He's like, who's Shamar more? Yeah, because if, if you had a list of like five people... You know, that you, you know, like, 
your freebie list, <laughs> he'd be on your list. <laughs> I don't know. He'd be on mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, can you imagine, though, just... This some man going up to the counter like that nurse has to feel like she's running some kind of like porn shop, you know, he's like, uh, I need some porn. That'll be ten dollars, sir. He's what like, would you I like? Would like? What are you some... into? That one with the busty chicks? I mean, what do you say? He's like, what? I'm into asses. <laughs> what do you have for that? Or like. <laughs> I was gonna go too far with it. Never mind. So they have like a like a thing that you flip through to find which one you want, and then you know, oh my gosh, it's so demoralizing. <laughs> There's so many things wrong with that. It's like, and on top of it, it's like you're spending so much money for fertility treatments, and then on top of it, you're gonna charge me like ten dollars to rent your stupid, probably outdated '90s porn. There's just nickel and dime in you. That is the true sense of the word. Yeah. So that was crazy. And then there were a few others that said that their husbands didn't even have a private room. Like, they had to do it in the public bathroom with other people going in and out, like in a stall. That just seems wrong. Like, it seems like that might be a little bit illegal. Yeah, it's... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It does, it seems really like, I don't, I don't know that it's like ethically shady, I guess, but yeah, it's like, feels I'm pretty really sure wrong. Guys only go into stalls to poop usually. Right. <laughs> well, and it's like, you can't, without getting too graphic here, like how can you keep that totally quiet? What were you, what you're doing in there? You know what I mean? <laughs> like. How are you supposed to keep your wits about you if some guy comes in and he's like sitting next to you taking a crap and you're having to be like trying to like. (laughs) It's just the guy sitting in there and he's like, is he doing what I think he's doing? Yes, he is. I just couldn't believe that. I'm like, what what year is this? This this seems like these seem like inhumane practices. But my favorite, my favorite, though, was I laughed out loud. Like, I think I spit out my drink when I read this one. So someone said they were playing this song the whole time her husband was giving his sample. Ready? You're a mean one, (laughs) Mr. Grinch. man sorry that's a good one i just i couldn't believe that i died i died laughing i was that was so funny anyway these poor guys these poor guys (laughs) i hope it i hope just the solidarity of like talking about these crazy absurd situations you find yourself in bring you some kind of comfort knowing that you're not alone having to shop for porn at the fertility clinic wow so weird so weird so okay keto keto so ketogenic diet if you're if you aren't 
familiar, which, have you been living under a rock? (laughs) The ketogenic diet is where you eat, like, really low carb, like 20 carbs a day, which is nothing. Like, I'm drinking a Coke right now, and it has... Oh, maybe I shouldn't have looked at that. It has 55 grams of carbs. Total carb, yeah. Okay. So you have to keep your whole day under 20, which is hard. Very and so hard. what this does is puts your, your body starts producing ketones and it starts running off of fat instead of glucose. So if you've heard of other diets like... Atkins or mm-hmm. even paleo to some degree or just any of these like um what's that beach they, diet south beach yeah is that one low yes too? yeah they're all the one thing they all have in common is that they're very low carb I think the one difference with keto is that it um in addition to being very low carb it's very high fat so even yes. more extreme than some of the other low carb diets. So instead of like eating fish or chicken and having that be like your main source of protein, no, they want you eating really fatty foods like bacon and steak and butter and, and straight up like coconut oil. Yeah. Right. What's the coffee that they what's the what's it called? Bulletproof? Um, yes, bulletproof coffee. What is that? Is that probably heavy cream? No, you're putting butter in it. Oh, butter. Yeah. Butter in your coffee. Okay. (laughs) And you don't have to do that. I think I'd rather just do like straight up coffee instead of butter in there. But people say it tastes good. Well, and isn't the idea of your... So the the way for it to work is you actually have to increase the fat in your diet so that your body uses the fat instead of glucose as energy as energy right so if you aren't eating enough fat you're gonna be feeling tired Mm -hmm. and um yeah so that's the point of eating fat because your body will burn that to keep going which then helps you lose weight. So I yeah, read... or it just... Yeah, it's just a different... It also makes it so your insulin doesn't spike from the carbs. Right. So Which once is, you're... Yeah. So you're, you aren't eating carbs, so you aren't spiking your insulin. Right. I um, read a really cool analogy that made a lot of sense to me. And it was that um, metabolically it's much easier for your body to um, digest carbohydrates, sugars, mm-hmm. turn them into sugar and turn them into glucose and use that as energy. So it's like your, so if you think about that as like your first line of like your refrigerator in your house, it's easy to just always go to your refrigerator and pull food out of there. So think of that as like, if you if you were to have a meal of, pasta with chicken your body's going to go after the pasta first to use it for energy instead of the chicken with the keto diet they're wanting you your body to go for the fat which is like what's in the deep freeze in the basement cooking (laughs) but it's not as easy 
So if you eliminate the refrigerator in your house, you know, and that would be like the carbs in this example. Now you got to go down to the deep freeze in the basement, like the fat. And then so your body starts using energy from the fat instead of those carbohydrate sugars. Yeah. Yeah. That okay. made sense to me. It makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. Or it would be like carbs are if you're you're like, what should I have for dinner? It's like either make something or go out and get fast food. Carbs are the fast food and making food at home is the fat. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. I mean not in every case, but yes, most most fast food or like easy things to whip up are usually like yeah high in carbohydrates yeah very carby so yeah why is it recommended for like why is it a popular fertility diet especially for women with pcos you touched because of the insulin you you aren't spiking your insulin so people with pcos usually have issues with insulin resistance which like totally it messes up your hormones basically so you end up having higher amounts of male hormones which messes things up your egg quality and your which ovulation so that you need some of the testosterone and androgens but if you have too much it overcooks your eggs like it over matures your eggs so when you do uh, ovulate it doesn't work or you might not even ovulate and then the eggs get stuck in the follicles yeah or like you have said before testosterone overcooks your eggs and then they're no good even if you do ovulate yeah so i that's i had that problem with that even doing ivf right yeah which we have talked about many times it's so a lot of doctors think that insulin resistance is the main one of the main causes of PCOS like and so this is how a diet can help eliminate it and all those carbohydrates turn into sugar which increases your insulin resistance and that's where you run into the problems and that's why eliminating carbs the opposite effect happens like Sarah was saying it can um, re-regulate your cycles to where you're ovulating again and bring that testosterone level down which will improve egg quality so these are all like the pros of the keto diet for um, especially women with PCOS oh and the weight loss of course like it helps well, you yeah. lose weight fast right well I mean restricting your calories in any sort of diet will make you lose weight <laughs> right And I guess um, another thing, so moving on to our next point, like who should not do keto, I just feel like we should put this disclaimer in both episodes. This is part one. Did we mention that? (laughs) I don't think we did. Okay. This is part one. This This is all the pros of keto or like people who support it. And part two is going to be like the cons of keto or people who don't support it. So... I thought if someone only listens to one, we should maybe include this. So, okay. like what I was saying, um, women who are not, 
who are underweight or who are not overweight, it may not be the best diet for you because if you're trying to get pregnant, because it might, um, a, a vast, like a big swing in your weight, if you're not overweight, will not help your ovulation and it could actually cause an ovulation. If you're overweight, you have some weight to lose. The opposite is often true. If you get your weight into a healthy range, then it helps your ovulation. But if you're underweight or you don't have weight to lose, I would just be careful with it. Well, I mean, if you eat enough calories, you should be fine. But people are usually going on keto to lose weight. weight. So you're somewhat restricting your calories because, okay, you want to know why I'm going on it? Yeah. Is it cool if I talk about that now? Of course. So I'm going to go back. I, I did keto before and I like I lost 20 pounds. And I decided to do it again because it I need a strict diet to reel myself in <laughs> from eating bad stuff. Like once I have sugar, that's it for the day. Like it totally... I cannot control myself. So oh. <laughs> I need a diet that's like all or nothing type thing. And okay. keto worked well for me because I was like, I can't have this at all. Like you don't have cheat days because you'll throw yourself out of ketosis. And then you have to go back into ketosis, which is kind of rough. So once you're in ketosis, you want to stay in ketosis. And um, it also helps me make better decisions and it helps me pick better foods and like more whole foods and mm-hmm. so I don't plan on staying on it forever like at all but if, once I get on it like I make better choices <laughs> so that's why I'm going back on it yeah well I can I mean I can get behind that I I see your I can see the appeal of having a diet that's very limiting because it limits your options so there's less choices means it's less i've said this before about diets in general they just make me crazy because there's so many but even you just mentioned um like it sounds like you are going to do like the very strict version of keto where you stay in ketosis and there's even even within the keto diet there's all different there's three or four different types where there's somewhere you go in and out. There's somewhere you stay strictly in ketosis. There's somewhere it's like a hybrid, um, you know, it it's a, just allows for more carbs. So again, it's it's not like totally cut and dried, um, even within the people who practice it, which is why I say that disclaimer, because for someone who's wanting to lose weight, if they could follow the keto diet one way, but if it's someone who's just trying to um, reduce carbohydrates so that they improve egg quality, that diet might look different than someone who wants it to lose weight. So you just yeah. have to educate yourself. Yeah, and I do, I do want to lose weight. I guess I should put that in there because I have not been making the best choices as far as food goes. <laughs> so... That's hey, why I'm doing it. Have any of us lately? Probably. I guess a lot of people do in January. <laughs> I yeah, didn't. And then they kind of fall off the wagon. Right. You're you're just late. You're now that everyone's off the wagon, you're like, ah, now there's room, I'll just jump right on. I'm getting back on the wagon. There I think you go. I started it in February last time. But uh I was like 
keto is almost a replacement for metformin. It's not a replacement for metformin, but like you could, I don't know if you're supposed to do keto if you're on metformin. Probably not. I don't know. I just made a blanket statement there that I don't have any. uh, I should add. Okay. I will tell you guys. That's why I said to ask your doctor before you do it. I contacted my RE and he said, let's chat. So send. Yeah. So if you have any like specific questions like that, I will ask him. I need to write that down. Not just for keto. on metformin while doing keto but just about anything right yeah not just and keto i'm gonna go on a small tangent here like i contacted him thursday and someone from his office was like he's out of the office today but then like a couple minutes later he's like hey i am at baggage claim do you want to chat real quick <laughs> so, that's amazing yeah like their whole clinic is like this and it's um dr wilshire in Columbia, Missouri, like their whole clinic, like the nurses are great like that. Like I called my nurse at nine o'clock when I was supposed to do my trigger and I was like freaking out. <laughs> like I had her cell phone number. So nice. Yeah. I mean, I think that kind of shows like how personalized their care is. But he's like, yeah, I'm at baggage claim. And I was like, I can't like write this minute talk. But <laughs> Sarah, you need to lock that down. Get that man a formal interview and pick his brain. I speak on I behalf will. of the mafia. Come on. He has, do it. He has some YouTube uh, videos out right now about nutrition. <laughs> that so. you said were kind of funny. <laughs> I don't think he was trying to be funny when he said that. But right. It, it reminded me in, of but Mean he still Girls. was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when the doctor or when the the gym teacher's like, don't have sex. If you have sex, you're going to get an STD and die. <laughs> He's just very uh, no nonsense. Which you said I you told, like that about him. I do. I told my niece, don't smoke. If you smoke, you're going to get cancer and die. I want. I can like, see why you like the guy. <laughs> and she was like, "My mom smokes." Oh, I'm like, Sarah. uh, crap. <laughs> Shoot, foot, uh. meat, mouth. <laughs> so, um, the other just things that I heard about people who should not do keto. Um, and again, like, just talk to your doctor because every person is different. But, um, if you have any kind of heart condition, um. Or you have maybe a history of congestive heart failure or any kind of like anything that that would maybe be, I don't know, a sign that your heart could be compromised by a diet like this. I would be very careful with it. Same thing with, um, what is it, gallbladder? Is it, I think it's people that have... I don't know. I think it, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, there, there are certain people that should stay away from it. Uh, Melissa touches on those. So in the next episode, she's going to talk more specifically about maybe people who don't, who maybe should stay away from it. Um, but Did you say the underactive thyroid people? Yes. I was just about to touch on that. Like I read that women who have an underactive thyroid, so and that's a lot of women with PCOS. So this is what, like, that's why I saved it for last. Because it's like, What? Um, so if you have Hashimoto's thyroiditis or hypothyroidism, 
just be careful with keto because you need a certain level of insulin. Insulin is a key factor in your thyroid production. If it's reduced too much or almost entirely eliminated, like if you completely cut out carbs for a long period of time, it could further hinder your thyroid function and that's not good for trying to get pregnant and staying pregnant. So, okay, so I just googled hypothyroidism and keto and then the first thing that came up is a low carb diet can help with fat loss and maintenance particularly uh, for those with an underactive thyroid. Okay, but the keyword was what? low carb. Because some people do keto and they use no carbs. Like they oh. don't have any carbs, which means like if you go into full on ketosis and you never have any kind of need for insulin, I think that's where it could be not oh, great. This, sorry, this thing says how keto can kill your thyroid. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> that's why you shouldn't just read the headlines. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, so we touched on some of these, but here's the some pros of keto. In fact, we've said most of them, but they're worth mentioning again. Quick weight loss, um, if you have weight to lose especially, um, it's probably going to come off quicker than some more traditional diets. Um, it does reduce insulin resistance. It may reduce inflammation, but not in all cases. I'll circle back to that. I think that, that depends on what you eat specifically like dairy is terrible for inflammation and there's i mean dairy is a lot of keto diets cheese cream butter eggs milk makes my tummy hurt yeah not well milk's not part of keto right it's got a lot of sugar in it milk yes but heavy cream right is yeah which is pretty much milk right i don't know anyway <laughs> i mean it comes from the same animal but i <laughs> i think they're processed differently um but yeah the inflammation one is also like high fatty red meats are also not good for inflammation so to me it's like if you're trying to reduce inflammation it's a pretty limiting keto diet that you can ascribe to because if you cut out dairy and certain types of meat you're like I just don't know what you eat I feel like nothing is good for you (laughs) it's true this is what's so confusing ah it's true vegetables I know those have heavy metal in them from being grown in the ground (sighs) not if they're organic right even if they're organic yeah I don't know like let's just just all let's just never eat and die like what is that the solution here i guess (laughs) just seems like nothing's good like there's people who are like tomatoes will kill you this is why i don't diet this is why the conversation that we're having right now that no matter what you say what you choose people have opposing opinions about it and it's maddening so yeah true (laughs) anyway okay and then the last thing Like we said, especially for women with PCOS, it reduces insulin resistance and which means you're going to be producing less androgens and testosterone and that will, in theory, improve your ovulation and egg quality. So, okay. 
there is a very prominent fertility doctor. Do you know what CNY stands for? Center New York. Is that what it stands no, for? No, I don't know. Oh. I looked at their website and I can't find oh. what it stands for. It's just CNY fertility. Like trivia question. No, I, I actually don't know. But it's a... Uh, their business model is low prices, kind of like treat you like cattle. <laughs> That's what their mission statement says. What? We will treat you like no. cattle. <laughs> well, it's like, yeah. if you're going to have a high amount of people coming through, you can't give them individual care. Right. Here, look at locations. I want to know where they are. Well, they're in New York, but they're in other places, too. Oh, my gosh. They're everywhere. They're all over the world. There's several locations in the United States, Canada, one in South America, a couple in Africa, one in Europe, a few in Asia, one in Australia. No wonder I couldn't. Yeah, but I don't. I still don't know what the CNY stands for. Can anyone tell me? Anyway, so the the leading doctor at, or I guess one of the leading reproductive medicine doctors with CNI, his CNY, his name is Robert Kiltz. Is that right? Did I say it right? Yeah. I mean, that's what it looks like to me. Yeah. They recommend every patient do keto. Like, they just make a blanket statement on their website. Okay, so I'm going to read this. This is on from their website. At CNY Fertility, we recommend all of our clients follow a high-fat, low-to-moderate protein and no or low-carb diet. Yes, that means restricting fruits, fibers, and vegetables, as every food from plants, except oils, are ultimately made of sugar. If you remember back to your high school or college biology course, you may recall that plants are made up of starch and fiber, both of which are 100% sugar molecules. I love sugar. (laughs) When starches are digested, they turn into... 100% 100% glucose, a.k.a. sugar. When fiber is digested, or partially so, it feeds bacteria in our gut, creating heat, gas, and inflammation that damages our reproductive organs and ultimately leads to damaged sperm and eggs. So that is the extent of the explanation that they give on their website as far as why they want all of their patients on a keto diet. I'm guessing they don't want it, them on it forever. No, probably not. It's almost like keto is like taking Lupron for your whole body. Um, in what way? Like, it kind of just makes it not... Completely to... rearranges things. <laughs> yeah. Temporarily. Like you're, you're only using fat. And I guess they don't want you to have fiber and stuff. So, yeah, it kind of like calms things down. Um, basically. I guess I, don't <laughs> I just know. listen. What am whole... I saying? It's the Sudafed. I okay, Sarah, tell me, talk me off the cliff then here because I here's my main hang up with it. I just feel like I 
can't be convinced that like a ribeye steak is healthier than a bowl of broccoli. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know, but broccoli makes my stomach angry. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, we can we can get into this more in the next one. Like, I mean, it's it yeah. Sometimes it will make your tummy angry because broccoli's super fibrous. And it's gonna make you poop. Well, yeah, and give you gas. And I would tell you, I would tell you a story, but it would make people angry. <laughs> oh no! You can tell me when we push stop. <laughs> okay. Anyway, no, but okay, so I found an interview, and I'm going to play some of this interview with Dr. Kiltz, and then we can discuss. Cool? Yeah. All right. Food nice first, and I'm mm-hmm. saying fatty, fertile foods first. The more I have come to understand that carbohydrates, all of them, uh, stimulate fat production, insulin, and inflammation. That's primarily the cause for our metabolic disorders, PCOS, endometriosis, diabetes, and all the other chronic diseases. And and infertility is just an inflammatory chronic disease. In some cases. The only way to reduce it is to cut out carbohydrates. The body requires fat and protein, and it doesn't require any carbohydrates. Wow, can that really be? What I see is that all the fruits and vegetables and grains and milk products that we eat actually again convert to glucose and then stimulate insulin. And that insulin creates inflammation. And so our glucose levels are chronically elevated. What I can tell is that inflammation from our food is killing us or severely debilitating us. It affects blood flow, affects our gut tremendously. For all of us, we all have some inflammatory reactions to all carbohydrates. But we were really meant to have our children in our teens and early 20s, and so many women are postponing it for many reasons, culturally, socially. Infertility. children in your 30s, 40s. Toxic effects of glucose have set in. And it's that chronic glucose that finally gets us. It's like like how the oxidative damage to the paint or the car, the metal, it's happening to our cells. And what's very interesting, the DNA damage, which is repairable by simply shifting our diet from a high carb to a high fat, which is opposite of what we've all been taught. We've been using intralipids, which is a fat emulsion made from soy oil, and it has some egg protein in there. It's one step, and we've been using it, seeing a tremendous amount of inflammation being reduced. Increased pregnancy rates, reduced miscarriages. Right now, we're looking at alternative intralipids that have more MCT, coconut, uh, fish oil, which we think are probably better for us. So rather than IV, why not start in your foods? Well, it's interesting because a couple of my patients only would become pregnant and deliver a baby or not miscarry if there were in ketosis. 
don't but know. if your history yeah. is come on dude many failed cycles failed implantation and miscarriages ketosis is the best you can so most of our couples or individuals have no abnormality that we can identify or abnormalities that we can't tell you why they've happened and i highly recommend all of us to go ketotic or paleo and you'll find the sweet spot depending on what the abnormality is but many men have have poor morphology uh, or motility or or counts and inflammation is the thing and and we're all looking for the test that says we have inflammation but i'm telling you everyone has it and if they're eating a standard american diet sad diet they have it we're putting a compost heap in our body every day Ew. fruit vegetables and fiber you got to get rid of all that junk it and it's going to no look sense. really strange in your refrigerator you poop it out it's bacon eggs butter and you butter. want to get organic grass-fed and and i've been listening a little bit to dave osprey in the bulletproof coffee guy uh i love his stuff uh he's talked about his wife who's been using using uh butter organic kerrygold there's all sorts of, of butters out there that she eats gets pregnant in her 40s and Oops. so i'm i'm rolling so my eyes was she trying to get pregnant to we get off that addictive stuff we feel more vibrant and energized than I will give before. him that. And I've been amazed how at nearly 60 I don't exercise. I haven't exercised for 4 years. I'm near high school weight. My energy is amazing. I believe my brain function has improved tremendously. So and my refrigerator is full of farm fresh organic uh uh, uh wild uh, uh free range chicken eggs and um whipping cream butter Um, butter on um, my butter uncured or naturally cured smoked bacon uh again that organic and if it's pork or if it's going to be beef uh and then and then ribeyes and salami and and fatty fatty cheeses are are I think something that I I really really do a lot of it so I'm always say don't believe me don't trust me you got to do something different than what you've been doing in order to get a different outcome. There you go. Well, there you go. That's the interview with Dr. Kiltz, who's obviously a big advocate for keto, and he made some he made some good points. He also made some points that make me raise my eyebrows, but butter. That's your traditional programming. Butter yeah. and but I know, I'm always skeptic of anything and everyone. <laughs> I will say the one thing I 100% agreed with him on and I can I can get on board with this is that um I think we underestimate the power of inflammation in our systems and I know that carbohydrates are a big factor in that and our sad American diet mm-hmm. um plays into that. So I don't know. I guess we can end this topic by saying I am in no way opposed to You know, I'm not like so I'm not going to be an advocate for like, yeah, I have pasta and bread at every meal. Like I understand the detriment that these carbohydrates have on our on everything, whether it's inflammation or your reproductive health or just everything. 
but I just can't get behind going as far as completely eliminating food groups like fruits and vegetables and some like whole grains. I just think I just can't I can't get there. So again, more balance to the diet is the way I would go. <laughs> well, I will report back. Yes, please do. Because I haven't done keto for four years. Let us know how it treats you. So it's been a while. I don't know when I'm going to start. I feel like I need to like plan. But since I'm like, I'm going to do keto, I'm pigging out even more now. <laughs> You're just going to keep putting it off. We'll keep checking in <laughs> yeah. with you on the podcast. Like, I haven't started yet. I don't know. We'll check in next week. <laughs> I just I just keep gaining weight. <laughs> I'm going to gain a bunch of weight so that I can show you how much weight I can lose. Yeah. Yeah. That makes, sounds makes perfect like sense. a good idea. Perfect sense. <laughs> totally. So that was our episode on kind of the pros with keto, even though I threw in some of my skepticism. But I don't know. In summary, Sarah, what would you say? I mean, I get I think why it's, it's fine. Honestly, I don't think it really matters. Like, if you want to do keto and it is a good diet for you, then I would say do it. If it, but I mean, if you're just doing it for a couple months before you do IVF, like, oh, good point. That we should add because that's another area where we both agreed that if you're going to do it, do it months ahead of an IVF cycle. Not, I mean, I guess it wouldn't matter as much during, but once you're in like frozen embryo, like pregnancy, I think we both agree like not the best diet. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think. I don't know. I but don't if think you're, yeah, really, if you're doing it to try to improve egg quality, especially ahead of IVF, and so it's a temporary, short term thing where you know you're, you're trying to lose weight you're trying to improve your egg quality or just improve your ovulation I can get behind that I'm okay with that yeah that's it, what I did I say go for it at that point like I, yeah if you think you're going to be on it long term that would be difficult yeah the long term is where I I draw the line and say no I'm not I'm not a fan of that and I'm not and I'm also draw the line um on a keto diet during pregnancy for me personally I just don't think it's I, I just wouldn't do it I yeah like honestly I don't think it really matters your like your diet during pregnancy because you your body will give the baby what it needs it would be more about hurting yourself well that matters well I mean <laughs> which is a good uh, last point that again we would advise you to seek a opinion of a medical professional and not two random podcast hosts <laughs> yeah we don't know anything we're just normal people again we say it we're, all the time we don't know shit people. about anything i mean i say stuff and it sounds convincing but it might not be right <laughs> you convince yourself so that's all that really matters like right? i'll say stuff and you'll be like really and i'm like i don't know <laughs> I know. I do the same thing to you. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Tune in next week to hear us talk about some of the maybe, you know, reasons why some people are not a fan of the ketogenic diet. 
can we do one thing for out of the box um yeah so i know you don't watch the bachelor no this is somewhat related okay so my hairstylist do you remember the episode where we talked about um how i felt like going to get my hair done actually gave me low (laughs) self-esteem do you remember us talking about that we did yeah because she's so cool because she's so yeah she's beautiful and she always looks so put together and her makeup is perfect and her fashion is so cute and all the women in the salon are that way your hair looks really good right now by the way oh well thank you i did it myself it looks good i like it i like the length yeah i've got i've got a um what's that called when it's like long in the front short in the back uh it's a it's a it's like a bob but it's but it's yeah yeah I know what you're yeah I can't think of the word right now and that's gonna bother me the only thing that came to my mind was a mullet when it's like you know business in the front party in the back it's the opposite well I thought (laughs) talk to the manager haircut but it's not that it's It's not that haircut it's business in the front party in in the back no it's party Party, in the front it's party in the front business that's right that's right it's party in the front anyway which is much more my style I mean yeah you want to party your party in the front i want a party in the front yeah so anyway she told me i got to talking to her the other day and found out so there's on the bachelor if anyone's watching there's these two beauty queens that kind of had this feud one was like miss alabama and the other one was miss north carolina i think and they both competed in miss usa like a few years together. ago together and they were roommates and now they're not friends and oh. no one knows why and it's drama okay okay so she my hairstylist watches the bachelor so we got to talking about it and she i found out was miss iowa what? so she herself is a beauty queen and participated in miss usa so she was giving me all these insights and like talking about pageant life and the whole thing and the whole i'm just sitting there going like no wonder i feel like insecure you're a freaking (laughs) beauty queen i need a new hairstylist except she like i'm just a normal person no she doesn't say that (laughs) and then she she turned around she's like this girl is not cool (laughs) no she's actually really sweet and really cool but it all made sense to me. Like, well, no wonder. That makes sense. I mean, how are you supposed to feel when your hairstylist is a beauty queen? That she'll do a good job on your hair? I mean, that's true. I'm really only going to her for one thing. <laughs> so What? And like what, you said, well, I, mission accomplished. You said my hair looks good, so. It does look good. She actually took a picture of it this time and put it on Instagram. <laughs> Ooh. Did she make you move your head and I'm do it a, in slow-mo? I'm a celebrity from the back. Anyway, so I thought I'd give you a follow-up on my hairstylist. Huh. Are you doing anything That's for cool. the Nope. <laughs> I'm talking to you. <laughs> Has the game started yet? I don't think so. I, I might watch the Puppy Bowl. Oh, yeah, the Puppy Bowl classic. Bill and I Much always do... We always do prop bets, and it makes it more interesting to watch prop bets what's that yeah just google like like, prop bets and you can find it anywhere it makes it so much more fun we should have done this ahead of time because now when people listen to it they're gonna be like yeah i should have done that (laughs) it's like um so 
it's really a big deal in Vegas, but the prop bets are like all these auxiliary, like one-off bets that you can do that make it interesting to watch the whole game. Like, for example, it'd be like, will the national anthem be over or under two minutes? Or what will, what will Adam Levine be? Will he be wearing black on the opening song of the like it's stuff like that that or makes no it shirt right or shirtless <laughs> so but we always do that because it makes it more fun and do you he, actually bet money no just bragging oh. rights like with each other maybe we'll bet money this year i'll let you know who wins next week okay sounds good <laughs> in the meantime hope everyone has a happy Super sunday i mean national women's physicians day and join our closed facebook groups if you haven't already called the infertile mafia and the infertile mafia bosses and babies which is for um, pregnancy after infertility follow us on instagram at infertile mafia podcast always feel free to send us an email to infertile mafia at gmail.com and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast we love ratings and reviews we really appreciate that from you guys so keep tuning in to hear more talk about eggs and balls and stuff. And then, of course, tune in next next week to hear our part two episode on the ketogenic diet. And we're going to hear from uh, Melissa Groves, who we have. She's a registered dietitian nutritionist. We've interviewed her before in the past, and she's going to talk to us about some things she's not so happy about with the keto diet. So, yeah. Yeah, she um, does not like keto. She's not a fan, um, but yeah, um, tune in to her um, website is avocadogrovenutrition.com, so you can check her out beforehand if you want to. She has lots of good recipes. And don't kill the messengers here. Yeah, we're not, we're just, yeah, <laughs> what she said. <laughs> so yeah, we're, yeah, next week. In but. fact, thanks for your support, and as always, guys, thanks for joining the Infertile Mafia. Bye. Bye.